Hi. Hey there. Hi. Uh, so, I'm Paige. And I'm Miranda, the co-host. <laughs> and this is Cityscape with the pink font. With the pink font. That's true. Yes. And this is this is uh, another awkward introduction for the books, my friend. I mean, I really just think it's part of the brand at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't know how to start things. I mean, I think that you just start it like anything else in the life, right? You just, yeah. just shoot for-, for the stars or shoot for the moon because even if you, you miss, can- you end up <laughs> among the stars. Two months before they moved in into a dorm across the way with their cousin they have that shit written on their walls they didn't even bother Uh, to you know take the frame down before they moved out they just left that phrase shoot to the moon because you might reach the stars it just left that they just left that in your room to look at that was really thoughtful of them thank you yeah it also made you think like wow am i that difficult to live with and you're like 18 and you've never lived with anybody else but your parents and you're like what the fuck what the fuck happened uh, my freshman year college roommate did not like me which is fine oh <laughs> at the at the end of us living together at the end of us living together she gave me a letter where she quoted for good from wicked and an and that, that seemed apropos. That's sweet. That's yeah, sweet she, for a very hateful relationship. I, you know, it wasn't hateful. It was just two 18-year-old girls who, like, didn't really know themselves and had to navigate sharing a tiny, tiny space together for a year. We also, you know, did fit the blonde and brunette. Oh, okay. I And, and that was back before the wizard... That was back when you were green before the wizard changed you. I mean, the wizard never. I no. I mean, no. I was. I think You've... I've always just been. <laughs> I think I've always just been like accidentally fucking up spells. Oh no! <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've gotten way off off track wow. here. It is. So we're on episode seven of Sex called... in the Sex in yep. the City. Yeah. Uh huh. It's called the Monogamists. Cool. Yeah. And uh, the summary of the episode is it's about people trying to figure out if monogamy is for them or not. Um, Carrie and Big are trying to figure out if they are in a like a monogamous relationship or if they're casually dating other people while seeing and sleeping with each other. Um, You know, and hijinks ensue. There are lots of subplots that I, I, I do remember. And, uh, like one of them is Samantha trying to find an apartment. Oh, and yeah. And she, her one realtor tells her to not work with anyone else. And of course she's working with someone else who she's also just casually sleeping with. Um, and the other subplot is, um, Miranda interrupting Skipper's relationship out of boredom. I guess yeah. Miranda the character, not Miranda the co-host. I have um, so many notes. Well, not that many notes, but a lot of really hefty, hefty statements. Oh, I figured we'd have that, a few, a few words to comment on that. And it will 
capture your imagination. Yes. Um, and, oh, and then the other subplot is, I think, oh, yeah, it's Charlotte is in a committed relationship with, like, the perfect man and the perfect dog, um, but he, like, really wants her to give him a blowjob, and the group has a big discussion about blowjobs. And there's a summary of the episode for our listeners who don't watch the show. Absolutely. So, Paige, why don't you start us off with your first note? Uh, my first note was just the word infatuation. Because in that point, in the re- when you're in a brand new relationship or a brand new I don't know relationship, everything seems to be on fire. Every moment, even the mundane, boring ones you think is think are completely exhilarating, even though in retrospect they're kind of not. That's kind of the drug of the yeah. whole situation. And then, you know, you start obsessing over it and start abandoning your real relationships. And that is what starts, uh, that starts, that's, that, that idea is what starts this episode really mm-hmm. rolling, uh, rolling down the hill. Right yeah, it's true. And I, it's, you know, my first note was actually, uh, I said, uh, forsaking friends for partners um, and like trying to establish that new relationship which somehow takes a sacrifice of your already established and, you know, hopefully healthy, stable relationships. And, you know, I've definitely, when in quite a few of my previous relationships, been guilty of, of that, of like, essentially, f- like stepping away from everyone who I like know loves and cares for me and supports me in order to forge something with someone who I don't know. And make, um, n- and make new asshole friends to go with right. your old asshole friends. I mean, oh yeah. I, you know, and I think that kind of ties into the idea that we were talking about in one of the previous episodes um, of like forsaking your entire life to try and fit into someone else's life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that that happens, you know, not only in the idea of like what you're doing professionally um, or like what you do with your hobbies, but I think it also happens sometimes with your, your friends, Um, you know, especially like in my, in some of my previous relationships, you know, I've dated, as I've mentioned, I've dated older folks who um, like have what feels like really established lives. And for some reason, back in my youth, I thought that like their, their established life had like more meaning or more. more Pep in the step. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> then, then what I have already established, like what I have established for myself. And um, I definitely think a, a sign of growth for me personally has been realizing, no, like the next like very committed relationship I want is one where we both are able to integrate ourselves into each other's lives and no one is like completely sacrificing what they've built for themselves for the other. And that's not to say oh, yeah. that like c- compromise doesn't happen and sh- like can't happen or shouldn't. Um, but like, that's the key, right? Is it, it's compromise, not entire, not an entire yeah. sacrifice. <laughs> well, the add on for add on to, to that, that entire uh, examples that you've given, 
yeah. uh, with with forsaking your girlfriends for your boyfriends or your boyfriends for your girlfriends or what, whatever, what, whatever uh, established partnership you are wishing to create, like, uh, I put a, like a sub note under this is that like, I, it's kind of like an ingrained possessive nature that we've all uh, kind of, I mean, we've kind of been taught that with our culture and the like particularly in juvenile relationships like when you're when you're a teenager like mm-hmm. when you're having that first big big romance like it's almost an expectation that you're always going to spend time with that person and and it, it's it's just so much it's so much yeah well and, and we think- still do it we still do it in new relationships Oh, for sure. And like, I think what, what I've discovered too, is that like, I'm starting to really value like my time and how I'm spending it and who I'm spending it with. And, um, that means that I just like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to, um, like waste my time or waste another person's time. And, I feel bad because like they're just because I don't want to spend time with this like new person doesn't like take away from how great they are or how like wonderful of a person they are. Just I just want to do other things. Well, the pandemic, I mean, like pandemic land, dating in pandemic land has definitely changed who I decide to spend my time with. And I deleted Tinder off my phone in October Mm -hmm. due to a lot of early red flags with like possessive behavior immediately. Mm -hmm. Like um, they immediately, they don't even save it for first or second or third dates. They're like possessive immediately because they're, Mm -hmm. they're, they were stuck inside. Yeah. Like not talking to anybody. And all of a sudden, like they want, they immediately want that commitment and they want to expect that commitment from me who I'm like, dude, I've, I don't know you. Right. <laughs> like I don't fucking know you. I don't know you and you don't know me and that's yeah. okay. That and that's okay but like apart from, you know, just like respect and treating each other with dignity and being honest, like there's you don't we don't owe each other any no. like you don't you don't really owe me anything apart from just like respecting the fact that I am a human being with like thoughts and feelings. And yeah, this I, I, is an yeah. arranged marriage. Our parents didn't meet and say, "Hey, you two right. are you two are in it to win it." Like, no, no. So that, yeah, that's definitely, think, yeah. But I also think that, like, there that infatuation phase is like, it's also very sweet, right? At the same time, like, it's very exciting. To, oh like, yeah, it's like want to spend your time with someone and. Um, like experience all of those like small minute things with them because it it feels like you have to have that right away like I've got I've got we've got to establish this because this person is so like excellent and I think that like that's something I definitely used to feel like oh I've got to like we've got to have like the most intimate and sincere relationship as quickly as possible because I don't want this person to like want to leave Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like that urgency has really 
like bit me in the ass because that's too much. Like, and it's also just unnatural. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay to like, let things develop in a timeline. That's not, that's not pushed by anybody else's agenda. Right. Cause if you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, you don't have to know everything about them. Yeah. You got all the time. (laughs) You got all the time in the world to figure out that shit. Like it's okay to like, not, know all of it immediately (laughs) which has been a hard lesson uh growing up for sure what's your what's your second note oh um (laughs) this is gonna be completely on the other side oh yeah Uh, mine mine too not digging the oral sex that was my my note because like my yeah, second note is about so the second, Yeah, and then I have a subnote saying I am too much in my head about it, and that's why I don't like it. That's fair. Yeah, my my <laughs> note was I I think I sorry I think, boys. <laughs> I think I think that many many folks, both male, female, and non-binary folks, could would and can relate to that. For I mean. I, I don't, um, uh, my note says, frankly, I've never experienced the blowjob tug of war as an adult, which is in reference to him, like trying to force her head down to give him a blowjob. And she just like keeps coming back to the making out. I've never experienced that as an adult. I, I'm sure that I've experienced something like that, um, like something in that realm of like pressure um, as, as like a teenager um, or in that realm where like it being when you're getting, when you're first getting to know your set, your, your, what, yeah. And like what your boundaries are, what your boundaries are like early on. mm -hmm, I was actually talking about this in therapy last week about how, um, you know, there are experiences I think sometimes where, it's, it's not that it's not assault and it's, you know, it's not assault or rape, but it's not necessarily a a situation where you are giving like an avid, like consensual yes. Yeah. But you feel like you're participating in it because there's that pressure of like, I need to do this in order for this person to like continue demonstrating interest or, um, in order for them to like, just want to continue spending time with me or like this will make them happy, even if I don't necessarily feel ready for this. Mm -hmm. And I think that that happens frequently with folks who. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And, and I think our, our friend, Dr. E would also has, we've talked about that uh, with her prior when we both worked at the same place. Mm -hmm. Um, we like the going back to last episode it's the code of society like who makes the rules who who really does make the rules if he pushes mm-hmm. pushes his head down and and i think that that's an expectation will i do it should i do it mm-hmm. um even though i'm not in the mood even though but but i'm i don't hate it but I just meh like it's meh yeah it's just meh and uh, see, and, and like, like he's the only person getting anything out of it you know Oh, see, and I think that that's another thing too, for sure, where I, I think like just our experiences, right. And our, our, 
our, our desires and nature like are different too. Cause for me, like, uh, I, I love giving and receiving oral sex. Like, I think it's like a really intimate thing. I enjoy it a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like I, I, I derive a lot of pleasure from the pleasure I can like give to someone. <laughs> um, and, and I, you know, again, as someone who like has had sex with both men and women, um, like, yeah, I can, I'm down. Oh, you see, Literally. I, it's not the fact, like, I'm not saying it's a chore. I'm not saying it's a chore, but when it's happening, I'm always, like I said, I'm in my head about it being like, what, what is this? Well, it's not even like, what is this? But it's also like the look on the faces also make me laugh. I'm really immature, y'all. Um <laughs> Then I start thinking about like, what does my face look like right now? And I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. I mean, I'm sorry. I just had like the worst <laughs> suggestion pop into my head. Like, I mean, next time. Let's hear eating, it. I was going to say just next time you're eating a popsicle, look in a mirror. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Or, oh, I, yes. I don't I'm, know. I'm also immature. <laughs> We aren't, we aren't shame. I'm not shaming nobody. I, it happens. It happens. But we're, I mean, I, I'm kind of siding with Charlotte on this me being like, if she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. And that's the oh, cold right. rehearsal. I mean, oh, right. No. And I, I don't, yeah, no, that wasn't. No, no, I, I didn't say that we were, I just wanted to make, I just wanted to reiterate like, by the way, we aren't making fun of anybody. Oh, like, absolutely we are, not. No, like do not. <laughs> this is a point no. of view. Never. And I think that comes down again to like the idea of like a, an affirmative consensual. Yes. Right. Like, mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, like no one should be doing something that they are not interested in, even if it's something that is considered like a basic expectation, like a blow job. Mm -hmm. um, like if that's not your bag, that's not your bag. And that's really okay. And I think that that's, something that the episode could have like I guess ultimately handled and that's what it was saying by like allowing Charlotte to ultimately say no I'm not doing this and goodbye um but I think it could have handled that even I like if it were if they were to redo it this yeah this time like I think it would it would look and feel differently and I've all like I've literally never experienced someone in the middle of a makeout like push my head down but I think part of that might be because like, if I'm with someone who like, I want to like engage in oral sex with, like that is something I've like involuntarily choosing to do and engage in. And I don't need someone to like push my head down to that region in order to uh, pursue that act. So, yeah. Like it's, I, I think that was the thing with the makeout session. I was just like, Oh gosh, this should be voluntary. Right. Like, sure. <laughs> like, what is going on here? My next note was that Big did not make anything clear to Carrie when uh, she, Carrie walks into the bar and goes over. Uh, the, the girls, actually, the, the gal pals are having are having. Dinner, like lunch or something. yeah, lunch or something, and she sees Big at a table with another woman, 
after he said that he's he's got a a business dinner. Oh yeah, it is dinner. Like You're right. It was dinner. And uh that's when she finds out that he's like seeing other people and she thought that they were exclusive. <laughs> and it does it actually I think what I wrote down after that it does take the wind out of you. I, I think Carrie handled it perfectly by by not freaking she didn't freak out or anything um she didn't go crazy or like throw throw a drink in his face or any anything outlandish she did not do but um it really does kind of take the wind out of you initially because it kind of like seeing them with another person when you think that they're exclusive it makes you feel like you weren't special and that that's that's that was very real yeah well and my so when i um my note on it was like yeah the discussion of whether you know you are dating other people from my perspective i thought they both fucked up like i think that at a certain point it it's okay to like have a conversation of but like before things progress too far of like, okay, like, are we, it, we don't have to decide if this is like boyfriend, girlfriend, like we are building something like super committed, but just acknowledging like, Hey, are you like, are you dating other people? Is that a, like, are we okay with each other dating other people? Like, I, I think that they both, they both messed up in, in the regard, cause she even says like in her, in her monologue of like, yeah, it's true. Like we didn't ever talk about this, but I just kind of assumed and, and you're right. Like assume nothing, my friends. Right. Well, and, and plus like, you're right though. Like that feeling it is, it is like getting the wind knocked out of you when like this person that you are just like head over heels, like infatuated with and like feels really special to you. Um, when you see them, with someone else like and he messed up by not being honest um in the first place like you know I think that that would have been a really good opportunity to be like um I don't know I guess maybe I I just like open communication and I think that this is one of those episodes that demonstrates how important it is to have like upfront conversations with people that you're dating Mm -hmm. um, or that you're going on dates with of like where it's okay to like check in with each other and it doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a thing. It's just making sure that you're like on the same page with this person that you're taking time to be Not, with yeah, or to time, sleep with. Yeah. You're mate, you're both making an effort to like show up for each other like physically, emotionally, mentally, physically, uh, all financially, like all of those things. So it's a, if you're going to do that, like that involves honesty and communication. So oh, yeah. Taking time to not waste each other's time. And, and that kind of led into my like sub note of all of this, because it, I mean, it leads into Carrie's like premise of the episode of like, are like, are people afraid of monogamy? And like, because people are dating, like in, in the episode, it's stereotypically like men, men are the ones who are like dating 
multiple people at once and, you know, not necessarily being honest about it. And I don't know, that feels a little dated to me. Um, but I don't, I don't think that like, I don't think that going on dates with two, you know, like a couple different people through, I don't know, like the week or just like dating generally, I don't think that that means that you're afraid of monogamy. Like, I think that there are a lot of people it's out casting in this world. a wide net, if anything. Yeah. Um, and seeing what else is out there. But just as long as, as, as long as you're not putting out like the, as long as you're not putting out the, you're my one and only energy to any, anybody like, by Again, all means live your best life open communication mm -hmm. right like it comes down to like i don't and then at the same time it's like well i don't necessarily need to know every time someone's going on a date but like but there's a difference between like acknowledging yeah i'm dating other people and then like rubbing it in the other person's face of like oh i went on this date and this date and this date and like that's not that's what not what i'm advocating for i think it's mm -hmm. just important to advocate for like a clear, like, here's where I'm at. Where are you at? Are we meeting in the middle on this? And what do we expect from each other? Like in, as we continue this adventure. Mm -hmm. So the end. <laughs> oh, um, my next, <laughs> my, I'm trying to read my chicken scratch. No, you're good. Real estate. Uh, Okay, so this was interesting. This was an interesting thought that I had uh, because I'm me, and I was I and uh, I put real estate agent, and then I said, actually, probably having sex in a completely empty apartment would be fairly interesting. Oh, you're already there. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's that was my next note because I. Um, no, it's okay. It's all right. I just like I took a lot of notes for this episode. Oh, you see, I did. I only have like two pages because the the rest I figured like we'd like talk about talk about as we go. But yeah, yeah. um, yeah, like as for it, that was an interesting thought coming from me for being me, not particularly conservative, but like. No, it takes a while for me to get the horn and i was like actually that that would be interesting completely empty apartment no no bed no nothing just improv baby yes and okay all right and that was my note was that hmm what an interesting perspective of spatial awareness I, the skill involved, I mean, I guess he would just ultimately end up on the floor. Oh, that guy would, oh my gosh, that guy. Or he could, I mean, he'd probably like, I don't know, bend her against the wall or something. He had the floor plan planned all out. You know he planned. Oh yeah, no, he was ready. You know, he knew he knew where he was going <laughs> to take her. Um, well, I'll just like speed through a couple of my notes. I So one of them was, this guy is a tool. And I was talking about that Jared guy, the like other writer that um stanford introduces to carrie oh yeah that guy that's probably uh, why i didn't didn't take notes on him because i was like this guy is boring and we know yeah, i know he was annoying and then i and then my next note was the quote from big when he calls carrie and says i miss you baby i was like what the fuck 
Like, that is fuck typical. you. Like, okay, you know what? It's one thing if you're gonna, like, you all, like, you've already acknowledged that you're dating other people and you tell her, you know, like, let's not, we can talk about this later. Okay, fine. And then you uh, invite her to a party and go with the, I miss you, baby. Like, fuck you. No, I don't like, I, it just like, it grinds my gears because it, because it's real, because it's real. That's how they, that's how they reel them back in. Like the minute that you're like content with them not being around that little ping, that little text. It's just, it, it is, it is such a, like, it just sets you up to fall so hard for this person who's already demonstrated that they are not necessarily as committed as you are in that moment. Oh, absolutely. Like, it makes it made me really mad. <laughs> um, and then oh, and then we get to Miranda, Miranda the, char- the character. The character, not Miranda, the co-host. I said, what the I fuck said, was that? I said, LOL, Miranda the character getting jealous. Like, what a fucking bitch move. Like, wow. And then Oh, well, did you put the quote? Nope. I so my next my uh, next note was about Skipper answering the phone during sex with that other f- female. So yep. let me tell you a little story. Oh shit. Um so previously I had mentioned someone who I had had a casual ship with um who was not not nice and not necessarily a, a good person to me, like not to speak to him as a human being in his life outside of our casual relationship. Um, but we were engaging in um, a sexual encounter and his phone went off like with a text message during him and I having sex and this motherfucker reached over mid, like mid thrust, mid thrust page and listeners and pulled out, pulled out his phone and like was simultaneously answering a text message and having sex with me. And I literally said, are you fucking kidding me right now? I was like, please get off of me. <laughs> and then I, wow. I, left so you so you you were that what you're telling me is that that you that that you just said you're breaking up with me while you're inside of me I didn't say that because I it wasn't even I I don't know who it was I don't really give a fuck um but he was like why are you mad (laughs) I said because you are literally fucking me right now and you just checked your cell phone. What is wrong with you? <laughs> he was like, well, it was just going off. And I just wanted to make sure it wasn't something important. Like what? <laughs> Which is, you know, like, what was okay. Spotting to a group text. Your mother is in the hospital. No, wasn't nope. that. No, it was just a group text. But, it was hey, just a, you want to play foosball later? Apparently it was a familial group text, but it was nothing of importance. Um, oh, that's even that's even weirder. The fact that it was the family group text. Yep. So cool. that's happened literally to me um, in my lifetime. That's a thing. 
You know, I wonder just a sidebar if like our listeners are really prepared for all of the stories <laughs> that um, end up getting shared. I I think that this is the this is the one where I'm like, oh, this is NC seventeen, definitely. Oh yeah, no. I mean, like I knew that it was going to be adult content, but I was like, oh, this is this is weird. Well, not not weird, but like, oh, this is. It, it just now hit me. Like, oh, we are really, oh, we are really love lining this. If you if for the '90s reference, nice. um, what was my oh oh um my next note was Skipper is fucking crazy. I think I, I mean oh wow that's not helpful. Doesn't matter. It's not like anyone sees the video portion of this. Um my my yeah all of Skipper is nuts. Can't believe that he did that. But also I had a note in there where like Skipper honestly made a valid point after he and Miranda have sex and she's like, Oh no, I'm not, I'm not looking for anything like committed. Like you can date other people. And he's like, but what the fuck Miranda? Like, and I, the character, not the co-host. And I think that that's honestly like a valid point because she did just call him up because she saw him with another person and got fucking jealous. Yeah, that and was like that was the weirdest power move that that I didn't really understand what she was doing. Sometimes they like have Miranda the character make very like oh, I not pro her decisions at all. Like Oh no. And and also that that's that's the person's origin story that I'm really interested in. I was like how did how did you happen, Miranda, the the character, not Miranda, the co-host? I know exactly how Miranda, the 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 co-host, happened. Oh, thank you. I hope that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I so this leads to another note of when Carrie and Bigger at that party that he invites her to and he introduces her to his friend and says, I want to introduce you to someone really special. And the friend goes, Julia. Oh, calls, oh her no. the wrong, calls her the wrong name. And Carrie's like, how many fucking people are you dating? And big doesn't want to talk about this now. Cause you know, they're at a nice party and it, he doesn't want to be, be embarrassed in front of his friends either. Right. Cause his and friends he, know. Mm-hmm. And, and I wrote down the quote, the exchange of, what do you want from me? He says, like, with a little smile. And she goes, nothing. I don't want anything from you. And, like, that that moment, I, like, felt for her so deeply. Because maybe not in that exact way, but I've had that conversation of just, like, why is this so hard for you to gauge why this might be hurtful to me? Like, why is it so challenging for you to take a step out of your experience and just think about how this comes across to me and how this makes me feel? And like, oh God, I just, I I like really related to that moment of like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want anything from you. Even though like, that's not true. You want everything. Like you want everything from that person because you're, you're, crazy about that person like you're feeling so strongly for them and they're like it feels like they're fucking it up so that was, and, that was and he was note. fucking it up yes um by not being honest um and also just uh, man 
like in introducing a girl any introducing someone to your friends is kind of a rite of passage mm -hmm. and and uh i i think that that was really fucked up for her because yes. she sees how many rites of passages are there in one room because that's that's another that's another um thing that i wrote down was that like we got multiple women in this in one room that's just and it's new york so it's like wow small world man small world yep and then okay i've only got a couple more i don't know where you're at <laughs> um i yeah i only have i only have uh about three more excellent so it goes back to charlotte and her boyfriend of the episode the one who keeps trying to force her to give him head <laughs> and i wrote jesus dot 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 quote you'll get used to it like charlotte like i said earlier like charlotte made the best decision in walking away from that because like no i don't i shouldn't have to get used to something that i don't want to do sexually at all ever like yeah. and i don't and i don't expect someone else to do that for me like we either we either are compatible sexually or we are not and there isn't like a there's a difference between being willing to like explore your sexuality with a partner and you're both willing to be adventurous into something new versus like, no, this is not, this is not like malleable for me. I I'm not interested in this. And that's just the way it like, that's the way it is. Um, I just thought it was real fucked up. Oh yeah. And it, I think another thing that was really fucked up about it. Okay. I'm just going to use the quote. I plan on getting a lot of blowjobs in the future and I hope you're around when I get them. Like, like he was pitching that, like trying, I can't even say he was being romantic, but, but no. the fact that he was willing to walk away from a relationship that was firing on all cylinders and end it for one I, I it's not a technicality but it's the fact that he was willing to walk away because she wouldn't do one she wouldn't suck his dick like that I think it's that I I think that it's that world or that world in this show that I that I really struggle with is that like you can surely sacrifice not getting your dick sucked for somebody you care about See, and I don't know. I, I kind of, I, I think like, again, like when it comes to compatibility sexually, like if that's something just like it's important, like, just like for Charlotte, that's something she doesn't want. Like mm -hmm. she doesn't want to do. And she doesn't, she doesn't necessarily want oral sex performed on her. So like, there's no like idea of like the exchange of it. Yeah. Like, just like that's, that's hers. Like, I think it's okay that he's like, actually, this is something that is really important to me sexually. Like, this is something I really want to be a part of my sex life. And like, that's an incompatibility and that's okay. But like, you shouldn't be forcing someone to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, see, I see where you're coming from, but I think it was, 
I'm I was looking at that dude from a possessive nature because he was try he was really if you go back to the beginning like the the whole situation the whole the whole episode was started because he kept on trying to push her head down. And and that's already showing a very aggressive forceful nature and maybe that's me making an assumption about that particular person. But no, I, like, I would agree. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really, it was a really aggressive tactic with, and what, what should have happened is that conversation should have happened from the beginning, right? Like instead of him continuously trying to push her head down to get her to give him a blow job, they, they should have maybe had a conversation. I think it's okay to have conversations about like, you know, these are things I really like, like th- this is, these are things I like in bed. These are things I don't like. Um, and, and, and maybe I'm just like, pro, like pro conversation a little too much. Um, but I think that like, if you're finding that discord, it's okay to be like, Hey, um, you know, I, I'm just, I don't think I'm into that. I don't want to do this. And then having that honest conversation of like, well, this is something that's actually like really important to me and something that I really want to be a part of my sex life. Is there a way for us to navigate it? No. Okay. Um, like, you know, you're great. I'm great, but this is just not as compatible as we think it is. And that's not, it's not a denigration on each other, but I do agree with you in the sense that like his behavior from the beginning was very aggressive and inappropriate because the minute she resisted and made it clear that that's not what she wanted, he should have stopped pushing for it. Oh yeah. And, but the way he was talking to her about it was that like, as if there was something wrong with her for not wanting to do it. And I think that's, I think that's what, I think that's what put me off with that entire, with that entire storyline is that like Mm -hmm. sometimes Okay, I don't like olives. Is it the texture? It's it's a lot. It's a flavor. It's everything. Say it. I mean, I was just gonna say we're likening olives to dick sucking right now. Yeah. So some people like olives. I do not, and some don't. Okay, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, nobody's gonna look at me cockeyed being like, what do you mean you don't like olives on your pizza? And I'm gonna be like, don't judge me. I have my pizza how I fucking want it, and I don't want olives on my pizza. No one's gonna look at you cockeyed, huh? God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. So sorry. Oh, man. Well, that analogy went nowhere. Well, it went all over the place. But it had us up, it had us down. It had us all around and I still will not have olives on the pizza. What a mouthful. Unless you sh- unless you show me the there it must be one hell of a brand of olives for me to eat an olive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I just know like I've just been making a lot of You're sexual puns, puns so. for the past. It's fine. Oh man, it's only been it's only been forty five seconds, and it feels like forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, 
this uh, this episode. The episode ends with Carrie and Big out in a park at like 3 a.m. And she has called him out there after leaving the party that he had taken her to. And she calls him and is like, hey, I'm at this bar that you're not invited to. And this really hot guy was like, hey, you're hot. Come home with me. Um, and I'm just letting you know, like, should I go home with him? And Big's like, no, come here. And I really appreciated that. She was like, fuck no, you come here. And they end up at like two different sides of this park. And it's a little, it's a little, little heavy handed in terms of demonstrating how like they just don't communicate well. And, and on anything, like they do not, they don't, they literally do like they they'll say one thing and she means one thing and he's like comprehending another and that's oh like and a big yeah and big does not want to communicate no he does not want to communicate well but I'll say but like, I'll say that but I'll say that neither does Carrie no neither one of them do and like that it it's honestly like very frustrating to watch because it's like you both are fucking up so hard when it comes to just like saying exactly what you think and mean. Anyway, my last note says uh, it's the question Carrie asks of, will you stand with stand still with me? And that idea of like, and it is very, it is very romantic. Like this idea of like, God, like shit is just like constantly moving. It's never ending. I like it's, life like is just in constant motion and just for one moment I you know I'm thinking I'm finding someone who I can I can find solid ground with and like I can know where I'm standing and like can we just do that please can we do that together just us and I like I I liked that like that's the kind of frankness that needs to be happening Oh yeah, because it's not hurtful. It's not. It's personal, but it's not personal against them. It's it, yeah, like that's that's a that's a start. That's making your boundaries clear. Yes, it's just saying this is what I want, and I want this with you. But if that's not what you want from me, tell me now so that like we can call the whole thing off before it gets too deep. So that was the end for me. I don't know what oh. you got. Oh, I, I said she let him off too easy, but we all know that I'm never going to take that dude's side. Very rarely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> My views yeah. of what the situations are not exactly, uh, I'm not sure, realistic, or maybe I... I come from a, a, a viewpoint that I that's too idealistic. I don't know. Listen to me. Everybody. It's okay. It is okay to not want olives on your pizza. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even though, even though olives are delicious to some folks, if you don't find olives delicious, it is okay. And hey, sometimes you may find that you don't like olives at one point in your life. And then something happens or you just one day you decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to try olives again. 
and you find that the texture and the salt and the rind all just combine in your in your and mouth. You're like, what? So this is what I've been missing. That's what like, wow, she says. That's that that actually was delicious. Thank you, sir. May I have another? So and on sorry. that note, no, don't apologize. Don't apologize. <gasps> this was, this was, the, this is, yeah. So in death, the lesson of Sex in the City, season one, episode seven. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we're a cityscape with pink font. I'm, and go. Oh, yeah. I am Paige, and you can find me at Pageless Scott on Instagram and can- Twitter. Yeah, and you can find me at Miranda Narig on Twitter because that's the only thing I've got. All right, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or special olive recipes that you think that Oops. one of us should should try. Apparently me, since I'm the only one who likes olives in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Or just send us pictures of jars of olives. Yeah, that, um, that's productive. That's productive. <laughs> Helpful. We, we ask a lot of the seven of you that listen. Yep. Um, thanks, thanks to the less than 10 of you, by yes, the way. Great. We, you, you, you keep our dreams alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can email those to cityscapepink at gmail. <laughs> and we will see you next week for episode eight. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.